My name is Fitz, and I'm the CEO of the Fitz Group. I'm glad you've chosen to listen to this week's excerpt from our weekly TFG Hotspot. Since early 2000, this weekly meeting has been a focal point of gathering the sales force together. This business can be a lonely business, and gathering with others in the fight is hugely beneficial. We have found that either the meeting needs you, or you need the meeting. This excerpt, entitled Tales from the Field, is the portion of our meeting where the top producers for the week share their secrets. And now, on to today's lesson. All right, let's take a look. Scrolling up to the top five. One, two, three. Yes, we will be seeing Joe. Um, and five. Wait a minute. I messed that up, didn't I? Dials. All right. Oh, I didn't give Adrian an applause, but uh, here we go. We're going to get started on the number five spot with Marty Doge. This is an unusual spot for Marty. Marty's usually in up there. Um, Marty, uh, again, we're going to be hearing from him more soon, but this is the reason why, because he's going to tell you how this isn't a great week for Marty. Oh, poor, poor Marty. Um, but Marty Doge, 89 dials, 14 contacts, 11 appointments, six sits, six apps for 4,000, he got 12 referrals for $4,532. We all wish we could be like Marty. Here we go. Tell us about the week, Marty. Hi. <laughs> it's one of those situations where I, I was very unprepared for this one because I didn't assume that I was going to talk today. Um, Marty Doge, my wife, Diane, and I are direct fits and Heather. We've been here nine years. Uh, marinating is an understatement. Um, I'll get more into that later, so uh, I won't almost cry twice instead. Um, you know, it's it's a lower week. My goal is eight grand a week, um, and I'm, I'm only going to blame it on myself. I, I could have worked more. I didn't. You went to the water park instead. So sorry about that. Um, but a little bit of everything, final expense, mortgage protection, follow up on a decline, uh, follow up on a, a lapse, just uh, work in the system. Uh, I'm really, uh, I was more prepared to talk about what I was gonna talk about later. Okay. So um, I'd rather uh, hear from the guys that beat me and the girls because the Allman smoked us. I know. Um, all right, let's move it on up. Let's go back to Joe Walker in Seattle. Um, Joe, part of the Walker, leader of the Walker team, 56 dials, 12 contacts, nine appointments. He sat on seven and he wrote six total apps for $5,551.20. Tell us about it, Joe. What's up, everybody? Uh, Joe Walker, hired by Dan Gillingham. Um, been here about 13 years. My wife is over there telling me to keep it short and sweet. You want you want to get up here and talk? No? Okay. All right. Uh, hey, highlight of my week was working my Spanglish. <laughs> I had a I had a, a a lead that was definitely Hispanic speaking or Spanish speaking, and um, I rolled up to the house. I thought I had an appointment, and I went there and. Uh, Man, I, I was working every bit of Southern California Spanglish that I had, man. And uh, wound up sitting down and writing two policies in house, two accidental policies on a couple of brothers. And, but it was dope. I liked it, man. It was fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, this week was cool just going around and, and helping families. Uh, I met a really quality guy. Um, you know, recruiting across, across the table is always a great thing. Um, I think some of the highlights of my week was just recruiting because I went and did a policy review on a client and uh, she goes, well, I got to change my beneficiary. My mom died. So I'm never going to make it my kids. And I went over there and she was like, uh, I asked her, you know, on, um, 
uh, on the, my policy review, you know, do you know anybody else who wants to make some money? And she said, yeah, my sister. And then that turned into three other friends and four, I think I've four other friends. And so we're in a process of putting one of those through school right now and got other interviews and another guy across the table, uh, helped him with an IUL young shark guy. I hope you guys see him here in a little bit. Um, his name is Sir Thomas. I thought it was a pretty cool name. I think it was the big, the biggest thing was just seeing the activity going in uh, and uh, recruiting people across the table. I mean, that, that seems to be the funnest thing. You saw on Slack where I put out uh, that acronym Crap Beer, and it stands for Children's Policies and Retirement, blah, blah, blah. You saw a little cartoon, but that's what I go through when I, I do a policy review with somebody. And, you know, it's not every time that something shakes out, but every once in a while something else shakes out. You know, somebody will want an extra policy or an additional coverage or they'll want children's coverage. In fact, that's what happened when I went to go see this one lady. I said, hey, have you ever had a Head Start program for your kids? She goes, no, what's that? And I go, oh, these little IUL programs, you can get them for like 50 bucks. And she was like, show, show me. So I showed her and, you know, she got one. So part of that premium is a little policy for her, you know, her daughter. And, um, and we got recruits out of it too. So um, I think this week was, was I, I mean, I, you know, I liked going out and seeing people, but even more so just being intentional on my policy reviews and intentional on recruiting, really looking for the quality people. Um, we've soon been able to find those people too. So uh, a lot of good things happening besides just personal production, you know, on the recruiting side across the table. So good week. Yeah, sounds like it. And I, I, I see that happening in your team. Lots of exciting things, lots of growth, lots of activity. So looking forward to seeing and hearing more in the future from the Walker All right. team. All right. Thank you for sharing. I'm going to give you an applause. <laughs> Just because I can, I get to use the applause button. All right. It's a, hey, that's how we should feel about dialing on the phone. Just because I can, I'm going to make dials. Um, all right. Adam Johnson is no stranger to the top five, number three spot this week. He's part of the fabulous McGill organization, 210 dials. He's always um, one of those people that just sets the standard and the bar high for the type of dials that can and should be done around here. 25 contacts. 13 appointments, eight sits. He wrote eight total applications. He got 10 referrals. Those eight apps were $5,754.24. Adam, are you there with us this morning? I'm here, Heather. How are you doing today? We're good. How are you? Well, I'm fighting off a nasty head cold, so I'll, I'll spare you the visual. I'll just do audio today. I was uh, kind of thinking it didn't sound like you. <laughs> I'm so sorry you're not well. No, that's all right. I'm I'm so, I'm coming out fighting out of it. I'll be I'll be over it in a minute. But uh, Adam Johnson, I'm director Grace McGill. I'm in West St. Paul, which is south of St. Paul, and uh, this was my trip to Des Moines that I was starting to talk about last week. So uh, as we talked about last week in the summer, uh, my lead flow sometimes goes down a little bit, and I do hit the current clients and the referrals, but I still need some leads. So I decided to take a trip to Des Moines, Iowa, which is about three and a half hours south of where I live. And um, I got a lot of discount leads, a lot of DLPs, mortgage protection. I was booking my appointments and Heather, I wasn't quite getting the amount of appointments I wanted. So I called Grace to talk to her about it to kind of just brainstorm 
because I had appointments booked, but not as many as I wanted for a trip like that. And we started looking at the map and realized if maybe on the way into town, I went an hour and a half out of my way to a different county to scoop up some final expense call-in leads. Maybe I could do those during the day before I hit my evening appointment on Tuesday. Um, so that's what I did. And I ended up going about an hour and a half out of my way to Waterloo and got, uh, you know, picked up a final expense application out there and then went back and it was just kind of cool. It was, it just showed the flexibility of our program that you can look on a map and chart out your route and just make things happen. And I was pretty fired up about that. Um, so I walked into Des Moines with a current client app already under my belt and then that, uh, that Waterloo app under my belt. So it just gave me a little bit more confidence that it was going to be a good week. And, um, didn't have as many appointments as I wanted, but it worked out pretty well in, in the long run. Uh, it only takes, sometimes it really only takes three or four appointments that can make you a great week for you. So if you're booking a dozen appointments and maybe three or four are really going to make your week, um, you know, the odds are in your favor. Those are some, that's great tips. I like just what you just said there about just the expectation um, that we should go into. If you have 12 appointments, you're looking for which are those ones that are going to make your week. Um, also, just tell us, though, maybe more specifically why it's important sometimes to uh, pick a destination that's a couple hours or not as convenient for you. But what is it that, um, why do you do that? Why do you travel to go write production? Sure. Well, there's a couple of reasons. Um, first of all, if the leads aren't coming in as fast, instead of me trying to pound these few leads, I can get away and go go help an underserved area. I mean, these are all discount. They're all DLP not solds, which really means they're old leads that no one ever purchased. No one ever picked them up. No one's ever called to help them. They ask for help. So there's that aspect. It's an underserved community, and and they're asking for help. But then also. When I go serve them, I'm able to have a, a good week. And when I come back, now my leads have kind of piled up a little bit. I mean, it's setting me up better for the next week. So instead of me trying to pound my head against the wall, um, I can do that. But then also when you're on that road trip, um, it's just a work trip. Um, it gives you, you know, it gives you time to reflect and read and, and meditate and pray. And it just, um, it kind of helps you keep your, your head clear. So um, overall, I've, I've done a few of these this summer. This is my third this summer, and, and uh, they all turn out pretty good overall just for not just the, the premium and the business, but just overall the, um, just helping me out as a person. Right, yeah. I think it helps bring that focus, a good sense of focus sometimes when you travel like that. Um, and I love you just, you know, you highlighted that for those that are new or may not understand that, there's so much opportunity here. There are literally pockets of leads that no one touches and goes and families that no one goes to help. Um, it's an opportunity for you as an individual producer, but it's also a reason why we should be sharing this opportunity with more and more people because we have an unlimited, we have not, not an unlimited, but a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? We have more than enough leads, more than we need. Um, and uh, so we definitely um, should travel and we definitely need to continue to hire and share the word 
but thanks so much for um, highlighting that this week because you it, you've just helped somebody that didn't even know that that kind of thinking um, was available and someone else is going to travel one day and say get on here and talk about how Adam Johnson talked about traveling and after that I decided to go travel so thanks for sharing your story with us this week um, and inspiring other people with what you do thanks a lot Heather appreciate you <laughs> All right, uh, Megan Alleman is in the Houston area. Um, she's in the number two spot, part of the Makey team. 116 dials, 20 contacts, 13 appointments, nine sits, seven total apps with 15 referrals. Her seven apps were $6,559.20, and there she is. Let's hear from Megan Alleman. Tell us about your week this week. I can, okay, there we go. I, I couldn't see myself, so I was like, whoa, had to fix that. Um, hello, everybody. My name is Megan Alleman. I was hired into the business by my parents, Mike and Michelle Alleman, and I have been here for um, just at three and a half years. So super excited to be a part of the team with all of you. and. I look going through all the new producers this week. I was just sitting here like getting really inspired about finding people like these people, finding new people um, to join our team because you're right, Heather, we do have the best opportunity out there. We um, are just looking for those right people. And it, I'm super excited for Adrian. He, um, was at conference with us and was sending me some messages here recently wanting to build a business and then to see him go out there this first week and write that much in premium it's just really cool so i'm just excited about the team growing there's all the teams all the success teams are growing right now so if you are a part of this call or part of this organization you're in a really good place um so i know it's a sales call so i'll stop talking about that um this week it was kind of uh kind of a little bit of a mixture of things i had um a couple i had 13 appointments i did not sit on all of them as you can see but and really i only wrote business in about four of those homes um so one of the situations was actually someone i had written up two months ago and her policy got mailed to me for some reason, which normally is not typical. The policies normally are mailed to the client, but in this situation, the policy was mailed to me. It did not stay in force because she'd never paid her first premium. And so I had her policy with me. I couldn't get her on the phone. Her phone, like her phone number wasn't working anymore. So I just, while I was out on the road, just decided to go swing by there and deliver her policy. She didn't really know that she didn't have her policy in force because she's one of those people who doesn't really pay attention to, her, to that kind of stuff. Um, she's one of those that only gets paid Social Security and, tries, and typically takes it out the first day she gets it and then doesn't look at the account after that, right? And we have a lot of those people sometimes, which is fine. Um, love those guys. But I went over there and I just said, hey, I've got your policy, Kathy, and 
I said, but you know, it actually never got put in force. So I'm going to have to shred it. But I came here because I know it was important to you and we've got to just get it rewritten. And she was like, oh yeah. And her husband goes, I'm so glad that you came here. He's like, I need some insurance. So, so just showing up there and going that extra mile instead of telling myself what I was thinking in my head, which was, she doesn't want it. She didn't pay her first premium. She doesn't care about it. Why waste my time to go back over there? Um, instead, I said, no, she does care about her family. She does care about having the insurance. I need to make the effort to go back over there and help her get this put back in place. And so um, did that, helped her and her husband again. And then kind of the, the, one of the other situations that I had this week was a lead that had a $400,000 mortgage and this couple was in their 60s. And if you've been in the business, if you've been running up leads for a little while, you know that sometimes we tend to prejudge a lead. <laughs> yeah, I know we all do it. Um, and driving up to that appointment, I was really excited about the appointment because I knew it was a solid appointment, but you always have that head talk telling yourself, well, they're in their 60s, it's a $400,000 loan, the cost of insurance is gonna be high, they're not gonna do anything. You know, but I'm gonna go there and I'm gonna serve them any way I can. And um, I get there and turns out that it's their retirement home. The home they have now is 100% paid off. And so I just talked to them about what it's gonna look like whenever they do move there, you know, when they sell this house. What is the mortgage actually gonna be? Are you planning to take the money from this home and dump it into your retirement home? Or are you planning to keep, what do you, what's your plan? And so I just spent extra time really talking about their financial situation in the future um, and really tried to figure out what, how much of this mortgage we actually needed to cover. That way they didn't feel the burden that they needed to cover the whole loan, but that they just needed to cover what they needed to cover, right? So we went through all that and um, they also come to find out they had a fidelity and guarantee policy that they bought on the home when they first purchased this home 19 years ago. And I had her go pull out the policies and they didn't know that it was a return of premium plan, but it was a return of premium term policy. So in 11 years, they're actually gonna be getting back close to $80,000 that they've put in over the last 30 years. And so we talked about, okay, well, we've got your money from the home when you sell it, to dump into your new retirement home, and we've got this $80,000 that you're gonna get from the insurance company in 11 more years that you can also dump into the home. So how much do we have left to cover? And going that extra mile and doing that for them really provided value because I spent time going through their policy. I spent time um, trying to figure out how much they actually needed rather than what I just told them what they needed. Um, so that kind of, that, that was a, ended up writing that family was close to $300 a month um, total. So yeah, that was my week. Well, and what I, what I hope people are really hearing, because it, as much as the details of what you're saying is important, it's the, it's what you're saying of how you see your clients. That is what's making you successful. Um, and I know uh, Abel Vraski on our call Sunday night said, uh, just see every client as a written across their forehead saying, help me. 
You know, I mean, they may be spewing, why are you here or saying all these negative things? But if you just see across their head, they're really saying, help me, help me, help me. And that's exactly what I'm hearing you say about all your clients and how you're willing to go the extra mile and do the extra things to, to let them know that you're there to help them and it's worked for you. So um, I hope that people are hearing that and, um, and hopefully going to go um, approach their clients with that same attitude this week. It'll help them be successful. So, but thank you for sharing all those, um, all your stories this week were really impactful um, for those that are out in the field as well. Thank you, Heather. You're doing Thank great. you. Do you know, are your mom and dad on the call? Do you know? I don't think so. I did I not think so that. either. We'll take a minute and see if, if, if. Oh, yes. Looks like he is. Oh, Mike is. Okay. Well, let me give you an applause and we'll give them a second. Maybe we can say hi to your mom. <laughs> All right. Congratulations out to Megan. So mom, Michelle Allman, um, part of Mike and Michelle team, uh, 53 dials, 15 contacts, 12 appointments. She sat on seven. Um, I liked actually, by the way, I don't know if you noticed, Megan just said exactly what Adam said. She said, I had 13 appointments. I sat on nine, but it was really three or four that made my week. Those are the exact numbers that Adam had just said. But anyway, look here, 12 appointments, seven sits. She wrote six applications, got 16 referrals, $7,610.88 uh, out for Michelle Alleman, who just seems to make it happen even when she's on the road. Michelle, are you able to say hi this morning from Traverse City? No, quiet. Um, if, if we don't hear from them this morning and you're, this is your very first week, tune back in next week. Um, you don't want to miss your chance to hear from Michelle and hear her share about how she does what she does. She has been the top, last year she was the top producer in all of the Alliance. Um, and she is definitely someone that you want to learn from and that Fitz and I just feel privileged that she's on our team. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with the Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.